If you have a Bible with you, turn to Mark's Gospel, chapter 2. We're going to just um, spend just a few moments and c- come and pray together. And uh, so Mark's Gospel, chapter 2. I want to speak about being carriers of God's presence, uh, being carriers of him, just for a moment or two. And um, so if you have a Bible, we're going to look at Mark's Gospel, chapter 2. And this is the story of the paralyzed man. And it was his friends that carried him into Jesus' presence. And so we read in Mark 2, verse 1, reading from the NIV, it says, A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. Then Jesus saw their faith and he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up. um, uh, I tell you, get up. Take your mat and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. We have never seen anything like this. And so in this story, Jesus is becoming really popular. Amazing things are happening. And so there's a huge crowd um, outside a, a particular house where he's speaking. And um, as a man who's paralyzed and his four friends um, take him on his mat, a bit like a stretcher really, that's, that's the sort of picture that they have here. Uh, and they take him because he can't get anywhere, so he's totally reliant on his friends. And these four friends take him, and so the crowd is so big, they do quite a dramatic thing. They get up on the roof of this house that was probably um, like mud and straw, and they make a hole in the roof and then drop their friend right into the very presence of Jesus. And this is a story of not just um, faith, but friendship and friends who carried a friend to the presence of Jesus. I came across um, a, uh, it was a piece of research done by Dr. Emily Matthews, and she's a historian, and she was researching the unsung medical heroes of the Great War. And what she said was this, she looked into this, and in the Great War, the First World War, some of the most heroes, some of the greatest heroes who we don't hear too much about and who didn't necessarily get the Victoria Crosses were the stretcher bearers of the war. And it was a terrible thing to get over the, the trench to come out of no, into no man's land and it was open ground and the, the enemy would just machine gun you down instantly. Now a stretcher, and that, was, that would be heroic enough as a soldier to go over the top and probably be killed straight away. And wave after wave of soldier after soldier would go over the top. Well, stretcher bearers, not only did they go over the top, many of them were killed, but they went over, got 
other comrades and colleagues who'd fallen in battle took them back to be cared for and then went back again and went back again and went, if they lived, that was, very few lived. And what she was saying, this uh, historian was, they are the unsung heroes of the great war. And here we have a story of friends who carried a friend on a stretcher, so-called. And um, it was these friends that carried a friend to Jesus. Without him, without them, this man would never have probably got healed because he wouldn't have got into the presence of Jesus. And so there's something about, as a Christian, we carry the presence of God. We're going to look at that just for a moment or two. And we can, we actually, because Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives within our lives and in our hearts. Jesus comes to live within. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit could come upon people. And so David says, do not take your spirit from me. In the New Testament period, we're living in the age of grace, the completed age of grace now. The Spirit comes and lives within. So Jesus said, rivers of living water will come forth from in and out of your life. Interesting, isn't it? In the Old Testament, the anointing of God seemed to be external and, and presenced himself and turned up. In the New Testament, the anointing of God is a presence in the midst of our hearts and lives. And we'll look at that in a moment or two. And so there's something that we can carry. We can carry, not, not something, we carry the presence and love of Jesus Christ himself. He says, be continually filled, says Paul, the apostle, with the Holy Spirit. So we are carriers of the presence of Jesus uh, in our hearts and lives. And also we can carry our friends as we, and family and people that we know as we pray for them and the Holy Spirit carries us. And it's that I just want to look at just for a few moments. Three things that I want to look at. Number one, the Holy Spirit, he carries us and from time to time and helps us and takes us into the presence of Lord Jesus. Um, the second thing I want to look at is how we can carry our friends when we pray. And uh, we can take people into the presence of Jesus. And we can, as we intercede for them. And thirdly, how we can carry the very presence of Jesus wherever we go. So there's those three things about being carriers of his presence, being stretcher bearers for Jesus, uh, taking his presence wherever we go. And um, so, so first of all, the Holy Spirit then. Well, the Holy Spirit is the one who's called alongside. The word paraclete, it's the Greek name for the Spirit, means called alongside. Para, call, kletos, alongside. And so the Holy Spirit is the one who is called alongside us. It's in John chapter 14. And also Paul in Romans chapter 8 verse 36 speaks about the Spirit who helps us. He he calls the Holy Spirit the helper. You'll hear that Jesus talks about a comforter and a helper. Paul says in Romans, the Holy Spirit is our helper. So the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, is the one who is called alongside and is also called our helper. Paul says this again and again. Paul says in Romans 8, 36, verse 26, sorry, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses or our weakness. And so this idea of the word helper, now that word helper is an amazing word. Bearing in mind, the Holy Spirit's the one who's called alongside. That word help or helper, which Paul uses in Romans 8, verse 26, means this. Helper literally has a number of parts to it. It means to come along with, on the opposite side, taking hold and lift to God. So the word help there has three parts to it. It's quite an amazing word. It literally means when Paul says the Spirit helps us in our weakness, he's saying this. The Holy Spirit comes along, takes hold with us the other side and lifts to God. The Holy Spirit's a carrier. 
the Holy Spirit, the person of the Spirit, uh, from time to time in our lives will carry us. You know the, um, the, the picture of footsteps in the sand. And there's just, the, you, you know it well, you know, there's the one set of steps and Jesus said, I was carrying you. Well, that's very true because the helper, the Spirit, is the one who comes alongside, opposite our burden, takes hold of it with us, and lifts to God. It's a picture of a carrier. It's the picture of the carrier. He's the majestic, all-powerful helper, carrier. And so there will be times in our lives when there are things that you and I have that we cannot cope with. Might be a, a worry, or a, for some it's an addiction, weaknesses, whatever it might be. I don't know, a fear, an anger, something that... A circumstance in our life and family. It might be an oppression or a depression. It could be a, a relationship. And we just say, God, what can we do? We have the one, the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the one who's called alongside, the one, the helper, who comes along us, opposite the other side, takes hold and lifts that to God. You know, be encouraged tonight. There's a stre- there is a, a carrier, the one who carries our burdens. He's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the Holy Spirit, the Father God who comes and helps and stands along with us on the other side. So the Holy Spirit is the one who is our helper, our carrier. He carries our burdens. But secondly, what I wanted to also focus on was this. We can carry others. We can help carry others in the power of the Spirit. You know, as we, um, just like those four friends, they carried their paralyzed friend to the presence of Jesus... Um, it's powerful when we intercede. It's powerful when we pray. And uh, you are praying for your family. I, you know, as we're worshipping um, and uh, I'm, we're soaking in God's presence, what do they call it when, um, I didn't, well, I sort of saw this, but when you're at a, like, something like a rock concert and the singer at the front jumps into the concert, body surfing, thank you, crowd surfing, there you go, Russ, you've now found out what the real is, crowd surfing. Well, the picture I, I had was this. Not of me crowd surfing, because I think if I jumped in the middle, I'd just fall flat on my face. But as we were worshipping, and I'm just praying, and I'm thinking and praying, and I'm thinking about, Lord, and my heart, my life in your hands. I have this picture of being carried in the hands of the Father. And you know, I, I don't say this to embarrass you, but Russ and Sandy, I had a picture of you tonight. And as you're praying, and, and I, I don't mean this to embarrass you, but as you're praying, I feel that your prayers carry Chris and your grandchildren. And I had this picture of Chris body surfing, as it were, and being carried to the presence of Jesus. That's the picture I have. So your prayer, I believe that your prayers carry him and are carrying, and you're carrying your grandchildren. I believe your prayers are carrying your grandchildren, as it were, and, and there's something is happening as you are interceding. And Paul said this to Timothy, with your grandmother and your mother, the spirit that was in them is in you. And this is the power of intercession. And, and like in certain of our families, our grandparents and our mothers, and it's been had, and it's not just something's handed down, but we are being carried 
by their prayers. Prayers live on. And I think the, the angels of heaven carry us. And I, I want to encourage us. I believe that God is saying something um, to us and to me. And I've got more to share about the power of worship and prayer. And just resting in his presence. And it's not wasted time. And it's not a bit of, oh, I'm just listening. I believe that the Holy Spirit, as we begin to relax and rely and put ourselves and, as it were, surf in his presence, he carries us. And as we pray, and as we pray for our family, friends, um, um, own burdens for our nation, I believe the Holy Spirit begins to carry those things. And he's calling the nation, calling the church to be carriers of his presence and to be carriers in prayer and intercession and in worship. So those four friends... How amazing is this? Carl made me think about, because I shared just very briefly a little bit about this at the men's breakfast, and Carl said the thing that really struck him, and it really spoke to me when Carl said this to me, was that those, if it wasn't for those four friends, that man may not have got, um, may not have got healed, rather. <laughs> he was paralyzed already. He would not have got healed, and it was totally reliant on his friends. And it was a simple thing, but how amazing our prayers and our intercessions for your family, friends, our neighborhood, church, community, other people in the life of our church, um, for people to come alive. It's as we intercede. So the Holy Spirit can carry us and carry a burden and come along the other side. We and you and I can carry others as we pray. And finally, and finally, we are carriers of the presence of the living God. In the Old Testament, they carried the Ark of the Covenant and it was on um, a cart and it should have been carried, and it fell off, and, and a guy called Uzzah goes to stop it falling off, and he dies because the presence of God is awesome. And, uh, but it, he didn't die just because of that, because they shouldn't have been carrying the presence of God on, on, a, on a, a cart. should have been carried on their shoulders. <laughs> and uh, that was what was all wrong about that. But in, the, in, the, in this age of grace now, the carrying doesn't make me a god in that sense, but I, the presence and the love, the peace, the joy. Now, why I say that? Because um, we read in uh, Ephesians 6 that we are to, our feet are to be um, prepared with the readiness of the gospel of peace. We carry something. This idea of taking peace and being prepared with the, good, the goodness of God and the freedom of Christ. In 2 Corinthians 6, uh, 2 Corinthians rather 2 verse 15, um, we're called, believers are called the aroma of Christ. The sweetness of, of the presence of Christ. Um, in 1 John 4, chapter 4, verse 4, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, um, John says to believers, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. John says, greater is the spirit of God who's in you than the spirit of this world, the age of this world. Jesus said, there'll be trouble in this world, but I have overcome and, but isn't that amazing? I mean, I have to pinch myself. To just, uh, but greater, as a born-again believer now, didn't, didn't make me Superman. I still live by faith. I'm still imperfect. I'm made of clay. I can fall. But he says, John says, you can overcome the world. You have overcome the world. John is speaking to the church about being overcomers of this world. And he says, but greater is the spirit of Christ who is in you than the spirit of the age in which we live. We are carriers, and there are many other scriptures. There are many other scriptures that show that we are carriers of the presence of Jesus Christ. And so, you know, you can, you can wherever you go, 
living a life for Jesus Christ, with the, in the person being filled with the Spirit, in the power of the Spirit, we take his presence. We walk with him where we go. Now, that's interesting. I came across a story of a, a revival group called the Moravians, and uh, they sent out, they, they had a, a prayer meeting that lasted 100 years, but that's another story. It, it, I just read this book recently. It's spectacular. And in it, they sent out 300 missionaries throughout the world. And some of these Moravians ended up in North America, and it was John Wesley who went to North America and came back a broken man who, on a ship, met with these people, and they so impressed him with the presence of Jesus, the peace there was a storm on this ship, and Wesley had been a vicar in America and was coming back and was petrified. Well, I would be petrified too. But this group of people, these believers, the Moravian group of people, they were, had a sense of peace and the presence of Christ within their lives. And so Wesley said to them, aren't you afraid to die? And they said, no. We know that we'll be resurrected from, to life. We are at peace in the middle of the storm. So he then, when he came back to England, went to their meetings and presenced himself with them. And it was at, in one of their meetings, he said, my heart was strangely warmed when he became a Christian. And um, one of these Moravian uh, missionaries went to America. And in America, he was reaching out to the Indians. And this Indian chief becomes a Christian. I was reading this story. Um, really, it became because this... This, this Moravian believer oozed the presence of Jesus Christ, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness. There was, this, this, this Indian, this, this, this um, missionary went to sleep in this Indian guy's tent. And um, the, 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 this, this, this man, who was a chief, said he could have killed him. Could have put him to, he was, at the time, a, a non-believer. And said he was so impressed with the fact that this guy was at complete peace. He wanted what he had. We carry, we carry. If we're living for Jesus Christ, if we're living for Jesus Christ, being filled with the Spirit, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You know when somebody walks into the room, they can either put a dampener on the atmosphere or they can put a bit of life in the atmosphere or you don't notice them. But it's that sort of thing. It's more than just atmosphere, but this is life and spirit. And so we carry, we can carry the presence of Jesus Christ wherever we go. So the Holy Spirit comes alongside, takes the other side. What is your, what's your issue tonight? What are you worried about? What, what is it we need? We're, we need God to help us. We need an answer. He can come alongside. What about when we're praying for those around us? They're, our intercessions seem to carry them to the presence of Jesus, just like those four guys that carried their friend who was helpless and paralyzed. And also, we carry the very presence of Jesus wherever we go. Let's pray together. We're going to sing together as well in a moment. Let's pray. So maybe you're here tonight, and uh, we're in that place, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, there's something on my heart. There's, you know, the doctor's told me this ailment that you've got, or whatever it is in your body right now, or, or maybe there's something in your mind you just can't get rid of, or there's an addiction, or there's... I don't know what it is. Or there's something in family and life and you've you're just lost control. You're powerless. Well, there's one who can help, who can carry. He's the one who comes alongside, other side, takes hold of your burden and lifts it to God. And perhaps that's you tonight. Maybe there's some of us here tonight. Be encouraged with your prayers. Be encouraged to pray. And be encouraged as we worship for angels of heaven who are released on earth. Carry carry people into the presence of God 
our prayers are empowered. At school, at work, at college, in neighborhood, in marriage, in family. Be a carrier of his presence. Wherever I go, fragrance of Christ, feet with peace. Greater that he that's in me than in the world, the one that's in the world. Carriers. Lord Jesus, we say we love you, we thank you, honor you right now. If there's anything that burdens anyone here tonight, any thought, habit, addiction, any worry, any anxiety, oppression, depression, acute anxiety, whatever it is, we give you our burden. We say, come Holy Spirit, the one who comes alongside, opposite side, lifts with us and lifts it to God. You are my carrier, my helper. Come Holy Spirit. Come and empower our prayers, Lord. Give us visions and dreams. This is the age of grace. Your spirit is poured on all flesh. Let our intercessions rise and carry our loved ones, those that don't know you, those that have gone away from you. Carry them into your presence. We pray for our community, the area, believers that have gone cold, gone away from you. Carry back into your presence. We're going to pray for them, intercede for them. Angels of heaven, they're going to carry them. Empower our intercessions, we pray. Carry us. Now fill us, Holy Spirit, we pray. Wherever we go, we want to take you into the room. When I go into the room, I pray that something of your love, your presence, your forgiveness, your hope, your grace, your mercy in my life will just bubble up. Rivers of living water, you said, will flood out and touch other lives around me. Even if I don't have to say anything, just all by yourself, by your presence, I want to be a carrier of your presence. Yes, Lord. Let's stand together. We're going to sing together. Open our hearts to him together. Whichever one of those three things touches your heart, raise up our hearts and our lives. Be empowered. Be filled.